everybody. Welcome to another Harmonics Podcast. Uh, it's another big party group this week with uh, everyone eating rice cakes, <laughs> as I hope you can hear on our various microphones. Yeah. <laughs> Don't check your headphones, they're fine. Uh, we got uh, the usual crew. We got John Drake. Oh! Aaron Trites. hey Fish McGill. Hi! Christine Gendro. Hey! Is it, did I say it French enough? Gendro? Sure. All right. Uh, Jessa Brazazzles. Yes. Um, Nick Chester. Hey! And uh, Tony, hey, Tony Pena. Hey, Retired Red what's Sox. up? Pecher. Hello. <laughs> when did um, that nickname become Tony Payne? Earlier today. Pretty much every time happened. we say that's name, we give her a new nickname, and it yeah. just devolves further yeah. and further from anything that would ever sound Sounds like, like my name. Her name it's not even, and yeah. I still respond to it, so it's like she knows. I know. All right, Tony. Garcia Lopez is Garcia my current. Garcia Lopez is his current. I like Boxy Gonzalez. <laughs> just, that's probably the closest to my actual name. Yeah, that's too. Sadly close. enough, Sorry. too close. Boxy Gonzalez. <laughs> this is out of control. Are you saying Foxy or Boxy? Boxy. Because she has a box, a big box near her desk. I have like seven Whoa. boxes by my desk. Obviously. <laughs> also nine Starbucks cups. Yeah, I'm a hoarder. Yeah. I hope Janet you heard that Galapagos. Snuffleupagus? Snuffleupagus? Exxon Valdez. Oil spill. Oil spill Gonzalez. Yes. That's great. There you go. You heard it here first, folks. If you guys want to come up with some, start a thread in the forum. This is some great A triple down goofonomics. So, hey, this is, we are at an interesting time, folks, where four years ago, almost to the day, Rock Band was unleashed on the world. Take a rice cake, John. Wow. <laughs> Celebrate. Celebrate. Rock Band, the video game created by Harmonix Music Systems. That's us. I played that. Four years ago. Yay. That's, uh, what do you guys think? Four years of uh, the Rock Band franchise. It's wild. It's wild. Yeah. I have aged so much more than four years. That's true. <laughs> oh, my God. Well, that, you were 12, I think, when you started yep. at Harmonix four I years was ago? a wee child apprenticing in the craftsmanship that is artisan rock band making. Toiling in the PR mines. Yeah. Now I'm the minor Eating of rice choice. cakes in a corner. Eating <laughs> rice cakes in a corner. You're a person of interest. Isn't that an REM song? I can't believe we put yes. out four years of DLC. That's the thing that sort of boggles my mind. It's like over 200 weeks, right? Yep. Yeah. Yeah, we had 200, 200 weeks a couple weeks yeah. ago. Wow. Was, 200, yeah. Over 200 weeks, over 100 yeah. million downloaded. Yeah. Uh, over 3,000 songs. Over 900 artists. A lot of over big numbers. Yeah. Yeah. Was that as far as you went with this topic that we were going to discuss? Yeah, we're done. Podcast (laughs) over. Four years, huh? I was checking my phone to see if our guest was going to be here or not. She's not responding. No? Um, So so I just thought we'd go around and do a little roundtable. If anyone has any thoughts, fun memories, observations, first time you played Rock Band, what was it like? What do you think about Rock Band? Want to start with you, Fish? I remember um, I was here right for the launch, and they gave everybody a bundle right before it came out. So we could go home and play it, which nice. was like a, a big, exciting thing. How far beforehand? I think it was a week. Was it a week? John was here. Yeah. <laughs> so, it was the 14th, which was six days ahead. So I got a big bundle, and I brought it over to my cousin's house who had PS3, and we set it up, and it was awesome. It was just, we were caught up in making our own band. Like, we really wanted to, like, make it look like us and all this crap. So that was fun. But it was really weird to see, like, the entire Freak Pit filled with, 
all these boxes. It looks like a big maze. If some people don't know about Rock Band, if you don't work at, say, a Best Buy or a GameStop and have to work the storeroom or work at Harmonix, is that for Rock Band 1 and Rock Band 2, and even Beatles, the bundles, the like full instrument band bundles came in double bundle boxes. So basically they'd be two bundles tall and one bundle wide and long, and it would be this epic like 60-pound thing we'd have to carry around. And when we get like a shipment, there would be like a pallet of these things coming in. Yeah. So we get like we got something like three hundred band bundles that day. For it was insane. It was just full. Lining, lining the freak the freak pit, which is our big lunch pit. It's crazy. Helen's here, dude. Let's oh, make spoilers. Someone, someone, mic. someone make mic. room yeah. for her. Where yeah. am I? Can we scoot over? Just scoot room a little bit. I'm gonna boxy Gonzalo. Boxy Gonzalo. Yeah, no, you should stay here. Okay. I'm gonna do this, Nick. I'm gonna do this thing. Things happen. I'm gonna do something with it. You probably want to cut all this out and post. Yeah, no, leave it in. That's, no, this is good. This good. is good. real. This is how the sausage is made. Basically, now the you can actually share a microphone and talk yeah. into it if you want. Hope, let me tell you something. Hey. Nobody knows where the Playcast Palace is. You have been is. here before. <laughs> you have done this podcast with us in this very room. Sober? Yes. Mm, questionable. <laughs> to whatever degree you're regularly sober. Eh, so not. not. <laughs> oh, Helen just texted me asking where she should be. Yeah. <laughs> and then NVM. Because I, I did, That out. was 10 minutes ago. I just got it just now. Sheesh. <laughs> anyway. Anyway, hi. Helen's here. Hey! I said yay for myself. <laughs> That's fine. I was excited. Self-esteem is good. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we're talking about Rock Band. Uh, the four-year anniversary is now. Yeah. <laughs> See, you got to say yay for that too. So we're just going around. Uh, people were sharing uh, good memories of uh, either their first time with rock band thing. Yeah, yeah. Sexy. 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 Yeah, that's what our first time. Yep. Uh, <laughs> one of these days, um, or just fun memories from development. You worked on the game. Yeah. You wrote a lot of them. There, loading tips. Those were fun. Just the tips. <laughs> huh? What? Oh, yeah. Wow. No? Our first time. Wow. wow. What is wrong with you? Just the tips. Terrible place. <laughs> Says you. So let's keep going. Let's keep going. Uh, Christine, why don't you share a, a, a fun rock band memory or a fun first time playing the game? Well, so it's funny, actually. One of my my very first memory of rock band um, is the video that you were in, Helen, that showed up. Some one of the gaming sites posted it, and it was a video of a bunch of people playing in one of the tiny rooms here, and it was like a demo version oh, of it. Was that one of the songs? Yeah, maybe. <laughs> but it was it was like a super early version of the game, and I remember seeing that, and that was I was sold. Like that, I'm Aww, buying that game yeah. absolutely. Was Keith Smith in it? Yeah, and Izzy maybe. Yeah, and the the gems were still round. Uh, yeah, and it was like prototype hardware. It was uh, definitely that song that we yeah. never got. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's, yeah. Fans on the forums will know what we're talking yeah. about. Yeah, but and still that video is gone. That video to this day. Really? Yeah. Where can I buy this song? You guys have this song that's by Guns N' Roses that I can't find anywhere. We don't have that song. No. Yeah. Did we leak that? How did that get? It was intended to be an internal only right. video right. to like show people how the game was supposed to work, and uh. then it, it got to press somehow. Mm. And I now... think it was part of like a hey, here's like the process as it developed, but it became like a standalone asset yeah. at some point, and someone posted it's like, look, it's right. the game. <laughs> yeah, we had a lot of <laughs> songs that we never got in early builds, and so I, I was pitching the game to the retailers early on because. We were not a professional company. <laughs> <laughs> we were not a professional company. <laughs> no, right? But can you imagine that now? Like that, 
it seemed reasonable at the time for Alex to be like, eh, I don't really feel like going to Walmart. Let's get that girl to do it. <laughs> Crazy girl. <laughs> Seems like a reasonable thing. But, you know, they would say it's because the game sells itself. But And you it definitely didn't. fit the Walmart brand. Um, I, I really do. Yeah. They, <laughs> let me tell you something. The Walmart people love the Eagles. A lot. Yeah, they were Eagles like the Eagles, the band. Eagles, the band. Maybe that's why they like the band. Maybe they're just like this is on theme. This is <laughs> what I like. But I did the whole pitch for them, and like all the other retailers were like totally. How many, uh, how many Eagles songs do we have in the game, Ellen? Um, a lot, probably. Zero. <laughs> <laughs> still, zero. still zero. No, still zero. no but that's, I mean, that was Take their, I'm a big liar, because they were like... So did you tell them, like, yes. it had the Eagles in it? Yeah. I, I so that's why I'm still trying to cover, because they might not know. <laughs> yeah, because they were like, oh, is it going to have the Eagles? That's my Southern people voice. I wasn't trying to be aggressive. <laughs> and, they, and I was like, yeah. This game's all about life in the fast lane. Right. You know? And then they were like, it was kind of like that, like, oh, so let's sing our favorite Eagles song. And I was like, oh, <laughs> just like a boardroom of people in suits acapella um, singing eagle songs yeah. <laughs> like that video John Henley's the CEO of Walmart <laughs> um, little known fact they're gonna have a story about it oh yeah so we had all these songs in there that never were actually in the yeah. game and when we pitched to maybe I can't remember who there was like at one point there was a lot of uh, game press in the room and they had seen our competitor, and then they saw this fake song list that they that we had, and they were like, "You guys are gonna win, you guys. That's that's the end of the story." And I was like, "Totally, fake, fake it, a fake, fake." It. But if you could see it now, it was like pretty much the best, second best song list in the world compared to the one that we actually have. Whoa. Good save. Nice. <laughs> Yeah, I remember starting in QA and there being this like mythical build of RB1, like the demo build of like all of those songs that were never licensed. Yeah. Yeah, it's pretty great. It's not as fun as the real one, though. No, we really improved upon that. Yeah. Uh, Jessa, you were about 10 <laughs> when Rocky came out. <laughs> um, well, the first time I was actually on, like, day four of coding, and my brother got the game. Coding? Yes, I'd had some medical thing. I don't remember what, so I was on really hard uh-huh. for painkillers. Sure. Probably because mm-hmm. of your coding addiction. <laughs> <laughs> and my brother was playing the game, and my mom kept yelling at him to turn it down. And I went back there to see what they were doing, and they had me play drums. And him and his little friends thought I was just so good, so they all kept trying to beat me. Because I was just amazing, and apparently I'm only really good while on hardcore drugs. <laughs> oh, like Aerosmith. A... Right. That's awesome. <laughs> it's why we have a, a line item in our budget for you to just be on Exactly. <laughs> oh, cool. Don't do drugs, but... Uh... <laughs> Right. Helen, when did you start working here? What game did you start on? I came well in on iToy Antigrav, our Woo! biggest selling and yeah. most famous. Yeah. The game we're known for. <laughs> um, which was awesome. Yeah. And then and then I worked on the KR series a little bit. Yeah. Did a little KR country. <laughs> and then over to CMT guitar. Presents? What? Yeah, CMT Presents. Nice. Karaoke Revolution Country. These guys are big fans of country. Yeehaw. Have you heard? We're going to give advice to young mothers about whether or not they should let their children grow up to say, <laughs> pursue a rich man position in life. Did you say, Mama, don't let your children grow up to be cowboys? I know I know all the words to that. I, first of all, I know all the words to every song yes. that was in <laughs> Karaoke Revolution Country. And they're actually, if we want it to be mean to me and Sean, for example, there's 
a lot of video that I still have of, because we used to, for some reason, this was like a thing that I thought would be helpful to the animators. And they were like not friends of, of mine enough to know that they could just tell me to like shove it. <laughs> so I was like, oh, well, I'll record myself and Sean singing these songs so that the lip sync animators can like see was it the just lips your moving. Mouth? It just was like, on your mouth? it's just, it's us look like, there's all these just like head videos of me and Sean just like, wow. Ahem. Mamas, don't let your babies. <laughs> and uh, they don't that. use them. Like, they wow. never used them. It was like Jason Kendall was, like, doing the lip sync at the time. And it was, it was like, six months before he was like, you know what? I don't use these. I don't need them. <laughs> but we had to, like, learn them really well in advance so that we wouldn't, like, mess up, we thought. <laughs> it didn't, like, matter no at all. No one decided to do this. You were just no. taking pictures. Yeah. And that's what got you to where you are today. Yeah. Sort of <laughs> yeah. Punishment for that sort of It got me to where I was like last year. And then I, you know, tapered off. Mm-hmm. So uh, when Rock Band came around, were you already, you already had your band at the time or was that? Yeah, yeah. Oh. I, I think my, I started my band during Guitar Hero development. Nice. Yeah. Cool. That was, there was a good, um, my drummer was like really convinced that, of course, like that she was going to be amazing at her, the song that she plays on in mm-hmm. Rock Band. And we had a release party, and she came and was like, I'm playing an expert because I'm the best. And it, and then she didn't, like, she wasn't, like, immediately amazing because, you know, it's, like, not always exactly the same as playing a real instrument. And then she threw a bunch of stuff. And he's, like, kind of still mad about it. Wow. Yeah. Embarrassing. Rock and roll. You must have been so embarrassed. I'm really, I don't even know why I told that. I'm so embarrassed. <laughs> Sometimes it feels good to just like the first time you tell your most embarrassing right. story, you know. And that is, that is your most embarrassing, most embarrassing story. story. <laughs> I've erased the Spike Awards from, from history. Oh, That's not Let's get into that. <laughs> that is a messy one. <laughs> Tila Tequila. Oh, Tila. Wait, what was her she involvement? Was nice. oh, she was there. I hung out with her a little bit. <laughs> yeah. In the ladies' room. <laughs> All right. That's not like a weird location. <laughs> uh, uh, so Nick, you yes. you were you were in the games press. I did journalism. Yeah. So what was your first reaction to the rock band? I think it was E three. Whenever do the math for the years on it. Two thousand seven. And um, I you know I was at E three and I was working for uh the site was pretty small and really unknown back then and I forced my way into sort of the EA had like an area. Um, where they were showing, like, The Sims, and then I remember Rock Band was sort of off in the corner, and I was interested in seeing what it was all about, because, you know, I liked Guitar Hero and the stuff the harmonics had done before. And I think you were singing with, there was, like, a house band that was playing at the time. This is the thing. <laughs> like a real, and like I a band the, band? It, no, it was like they were playing, oh, they were oh, playing rock, okay. uh, you know, There was a rotation of harmonics right, people right, covering yeah. instruments. And I think, like, the, what am I doing? I don't understand. <laughs> That's right. Right, like the, like, the press that was there, and the people that were there were, like, really tentative about getting up on stage <laughs> and, like, exposing themselves, because yeah. it was a stage, and you're really exposed. And I remember... I just got, I got up there and I was just like F it and I remember I was just like acting like the biggest idiot like singing as loud as nice. I possibly could yeah. and the EA people were like oh man you're awesome you're fantastic <laughs> and some guys from MTV like um, invited me to like they, you guys had like a suite that, that evening oh, yeah. did, like some rock bands up there, some drinks and I remember that and uh, it was good times I mean I was excited. <laughs> Wait, uh, yeah. I remember that was the that was the party where I was like, "Oh my god, we're about to make a lot of money." Yes. <laughs> it was like it was nobody had really played the game except us and we were already like a little bit used to it. Yeah. And then it was like all the cool gaming press in, in one room and I think a Bon Jovi song came on. 
and everybody was and everybody yeah. just it was like a yeah. it was like the wow. best party yeah yeah, it was pretty it was awesome. like I actually dreamed that party when I in 1985 in New Jersey. <laughs> <laughs> like one day, nerds and I will be singing Bon Jovi. Did you have John Bo- John Bovey? John Bovey here at the time? <laughs> no, I had a life-size poster of John Bon Jovi in oh, my bedroom. What? And he had like the big hair and the like purpley pants. And my dad like was like, uh, "Who's that?" And I was like, "Oh, that's John Bon Jovi." And he was like. Boy, it'd be good looking if he'd clean himself up a little bit. <laughs> I think about it all the time now. Because so, then he did go on to. So your dad Southern. is also Southern? Uh, yeah, my. I, everyone. <laughs> Every impression you do is Southern. Well, my mom's Midwestern in my impression uh, of her, okay. which is not also not true. Everybody has like a voice I do for them. It sounds nothing like that. They're them. all Southern in flashbacks. Yeah. Mm. That's true. You're right. Anyway. Can we officially shorten it to Jabovi or something like that? Like, there's there's a, a two syllable solution for Joe oh, I go with Joe Joe Bojo. Joe Bojo. Bojo. Yeah. Sure. All right, sure. Yeah. Annette, how about you? All right. I have to lean forward because right. I'm too Here quiet. I go. Here right. I go. Let's do this. You guys ready? Ah, loud noises. Okay, so my first rock band experience was in college. Still in college. I was almost done. Um, I had a video game design class. My professor took me with her to a video game convention that is now defunct called E for All. Yeah. <laughs> that was my first convention. That was my first experience doing these things. And so I went to volunteer um, at an accessibility booth that just so happened to be right across from Rock Band. The truck. The Rock Band diesel truck. It was oh, huge. No. I was there. <laughs> it was insane. Um, and I just remember hearing Black Hole Sun... Eight million times. Yep. Yeah. That, that whole tour? Yes. Yeah, so that was my first rock band exposure. Um, and I just remember seeing and thinking, like, oh, my God, I can play drums. That's awesome. And then I got it at home and played drums, and my parents shut that down, like, immediately. But, um, <laughs> but yeah, it was pretty cool. So that was that was uh, my first time seeing it and seeing people sing that one song over and over and over and over and over and over. <laughs> but everyone was pumped, so it was really cool. Nice. It was awesome. Uh, my story isn't a great one. But uh, uh, we're gonna we're gonna end <laughs> off with we'll waste our time yeah. anyway. Yeah, <laughs> we got Drake and Aaron last. I figured they have the the they most the, good ones. the most breadth of crazy stories. Um, <clears throat> so, RB One, I was interviewing for a job at Harmonics Music Systems right before or right at the time, basically in late November, right after RB One had launched, uh, and I'd had GH Two, um, but. Up to my job interview, I hadn't purchased it because it was big and expensive, and I just hadn't gotten around to it. So I bought it the day before my interview with Luke Jacobs, and I played it for 12 hours. Oh. And the neighbors complained. The next year of QA. Yeah, exactly. I was like, I feel like I need to play this all the way to the end so I know what I'm talking about. Oh, God. Uh, And it was awesome. It was, yeah, I, like, I've grinded on games before, but, like, to do it in Rock Band is super fun. Um, so that was cool. I think it uh, served me well. Yep. I, I warned you. <laughs> no, I'm just talking about this. First this is my yeah, my first story. His first is uh, awkward first. It's when Rock Band first touched me inside. <laughs> so speaking of that, uh, you, uh, you want to go next, sure. Aaron? Um, you were much more prepared than I was because I did not uh, play Rock Band until my job interview. Um, <laughs> I uh, came in to interview about. Um, a month after Rock Band came out and had never played, like, any harmonics game, did had no experience with Guitar Hero. Was sort of nasty about games on the current generation of consoles. I was, like, hostily opposed <laughs> to <laughs> modern video games. Yeah. Um, 
and uh, but but came here like a few people recommended uh, that I, I come in for a QA position and uh, and sat down and was like, all right, so I don't uh, I don't own anything more current than an N64. I have not played any of your games. I'm not really interested in any of your games. Uh, and uh, and Matt Adams was actually really good about saying like, okay, so here's a guitar for our game. Why don't you tell us? what you think it is. <laughs> and so I kind of like BS'd my way through a half hour and he's like, you should talk to Luke, our director of QA, and like BS my way through a half hour with Luke and he's like, okay, so it's clear that you are not the person for QA, uh, so we're not going to give you that job. I was like, no, nor should you. <laughs> and, uh, and then it was another two months of them like bouncing me around to other departments uh, and I ended up in community and my my whole first week was actually like before I could get a computer I was locked in a room and just played rock band for 40 hours that week so you just take you take the the dregs the cast off the, yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah you're welcome by the way well, after, after uh, four different positions that I interviewed for over the course of three months told Emily like you either really like me and want to find the right spot for me or you are just trying to pass the buck until I get a job somewhere else. She was like, yeah, one of those. <laughs> Too bad you weren't ambitious enough to be applying anywhere else. Just applying to her mind, so over and over. No, I, I did get that job at the movie theater. Ooh. <laughs> Which one? Which one? Uh, fresh Pond. Oh, Fresh Pond. Wow. That's the one that's a cement bunker. <laughs> yes. Nice. Man. Doing, selling time. tickets or... No, I, I, uh, I was the, assistant, into this. I was the yeah. assistant manager. No big deal. Did you have a vest? Also projectionist. Wow. Actually, Whoa. I quit that a thing I became still? the full-time wow, man. assistant manager so I could start here. Oh, nice. Yeah. Biggest what could mistake have been? of your career. What could have been? John, you were hired specifically to work on Rock Band, right? Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Oh, Anyone yeah. else? <laughs> I am stretching because I am tired. Uh... Uh, my first interaction with the games, though, was uh, actually I think Helen ran my playtest for GH 80s. Oh man! Uh, <laughs> when I came in and was asked to play through the game on like I think I was assigned like medium or hard, and yeah. I had never really played. I played Guitar Hero two a little bit, but I never really played uh, like more than a song. Oh, or two. I remember this now. And you gave me, and you were like, yeah, I played like five songs. Like this is fun. And you were like, would you play like another twenty songs? If you got pizza, and I was like. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, sure. And so I played like all the way through all the '80s tracks, and then Matt, who's uh, the design, who we had on the podcast last week, two weeks ago, mm-hmm, two uh, weeks ago. and he talked about me in my underwear because yep. he's a jerk. Uh, <laughs> uh, was the uh, was working in the instrument uh, hardware design stuff at that point as, as sort of like a assistant, and they were testing out drums, and so I was brought in to test drums because of somewhere between my stamina to play like mindless rhythm games forever and my ability to hit things with sticks to the point where they broke, and I promptly broke every drum set that was put in front of me, not, like, mechanically, but, like, basically damaged the sensors inside of them to the point where they didn't work. Uh, I was like, that was fun, and then, like, left. And then yeah. a couple weeks later, was uh, Matt told me that there was a PR opening, and he's like, you could basically do that, but, like, not, they won't be broken, uh, which was sort of true for Rock Band 1, although not all of them. Um, and then, yeah, I started uh, I started in late, late June, right after E3 uh, for Rock Band 1. Did you study PR? No, God no! I have no, I have no practical life skills. I have an English degree. Um, so another classic harmonics like goofonomics right. thing. Like, yeah, you could do our PR, sure. 
Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it was. I like, used to do it. I mean, <laughs> well, it's a joke. It was like a willingness to travel and talk to people and make sense. And that was like the three qualifications. I had completely forgotten about that. Now it's like, now I'm like, oh, does everyone remember their first John Drake moment? Yeah. Because I yeah. do. Because Drake cast. Now it's like, it's kind of like with Rock Band, where yeah. now we're like, we're used to it. <laughs> but when you first encounter it, you're like, whoa, this is crazy. <laughs> that's basically oh, that's, <laughs> that's the nicest thing you've ever but you were like <laughs> you were full on you were in like you know I like I often talk about how you're either just like super super hyper or asleep those yeah. are your two modes yep. and they often are at the exact wrong time that those yep. states should be yep. um, but that was you were full on like full energy full blown and I was like okay. it was like 7 o'clock at night and I had a work day and you were like playing the drums playing the drums do 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 and I was like oh my god but in my defense yeah. Helen's perception of me being off is because Helen and I had multiple trips together to Germany and France where we would be in Europe, and my body clock would literally just be off by eight hours. And so, like, wherever we go, Helen would just be like, Helen would reset faster than I would before I sort of developed my skill of not ever needing to sleep on the road. And so, like, it would be the morning, and I'd be really upset and trying to sleep, and Helen would be bothering me. And, like, yeah. therefore, I would not get any sleep. And then we would go to, like, a German retailer, and I would fall asleep, like, in the corner of the retailer. Yeah. And I would, like, take pictures and, like, it was put funny. a pretzel on my face. And, like, <laughs> like, smile and take a photo with her phone. And just, like, Here's the thing. What you never got about that is, like, I'm not really <clears throat> any better no. at, like, getting up early. It was just that I had the motivation of torturing you. <laughs> so he would be, like, asleep in super grumpy mode on the plane, and I'd be like, do-do-do, singing songs, going on the plane, taking pictures. Yeah, we all know crazy. Drake. Yeah. yeah. It makes you more happy, though, doesn't <laughs> to it? To be fair, very few of you have incurred my my actual crankiness on the road as much as Helen. Uh, Helen, I lost my passport in Germany, McWilliams. That's correct. Yikes. <laughs> Helen, the producer who was, who was senior to me, but somehow managed in Germany to be the one who needed the help. It was All I, hey, look, you know why? And you know why I lost my passport? Because I hit John with it on the plane. <laughs> That's the exact moment I was thinking of because he was like really at like maximum cranky and I was like whap whap <laughs> and then I <laughs> and then I put it in the like in the pocket why would you do pocket? that because oh, I was really tired <laughs> I forgot I just blacked out in rage she pushed me over my rage limit to when I just turned off but I got to hang out with Kirsten our super hot PR lady over there for like an extra day and we got to go out to dinner and wear high heels so it was totally worth it yeah, I missed that dinner that was. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you guys, I lost my passport. Yeah, totally <laughs> I got an earful when I got back. They're like, where's Helen? Like, she's still in Germany. She lost her passport. Like, what do you mean she lost her passport? How can you let this happen? And I'm like, what? I, what? I don't know. <laughs> she's not eight. <laughs> so, John, what was the deal with, with when you had to box up all of those boxes of the bundles and send them all out? Well, was that... Why did you have to do that? Did we not have so, a warehouse at the time? No. And also... <laughs> it's just a terrible assembly. It was the worst. Uh, so, as I mentioned earlier, the boxes came in these sort of double bundles. So, they'd be stacked too tall in a cardboard sleeve. So, like, basically, if we ship them somewhere, you couldn't see it was Rock Band. You could just steal it because you saw, like, a Rock Band bundle on, the, on your neighbor's front porch. Uh, and we didn't get... like So, we'd never done this before, right? Like, Guitar Hero, we didn't make the guitars. It was another company. It was a publisher who made the guitars. So, we were doing our best. Uh, it was a big project. We went from being the, you know, the company that made no hardware to the company that like made the most guitar, most video game controllers other than Nintendo, Sony, and Microsoft in like three months, uh, which is stupid. <laughs> and then we also went from being like the people who don't make anything to people who make made more drumsticks than all drumstick manufacturers combined in <laughs> three months. 
So things came in a little hot at the end of that process. <coughs> Namely that we uh, were supposed to get stuff, you know, probably about three weeks before release so we could send it to reviewers who had all played the game at events. They played it at 83. They played it on the road at these tours. We'd gone into their offices. So they'd all had hands-on. We wanted to send them a bundle and say, hey, now it's time to review the game. Here's your bundle. Play with your friends. Play all the way through the game. You have a week until the game comes out, which is actually pretty standard for short lead reviews, for like website reviews. You get about a week or maybe two weeks with the game if you're lucky. Uh, but instead, the hardware came in like two days before, like the the Tuesday the game was coming out. It came in like the Thursday night before the game was coming out. Uh, and I remember being at the office, so we immediately boxed up all of them. I stayed up all night and basically took a bundle. I took a box out of the bundle, uh, the double bundle, cut the box in half, and then folded it on top of the bundle that was still left in the bottom, <laughs> and then taped it back up in like you know, a giant ball of tape, and then shipped it out. And then a separate box, I put the other one that I take it out in. So now there were two boxed bundles. <laughs> And I'm in my, I'm in like in the freak pit, <coughs> which is like our lunchroom, by myself at four in the morning, <laughs> bundling hundreds of like Xbox bundles with like FedEx labels on the side, and just like laughing maniacally <laughs> like, by myself. Uh, and I came in the next morning, and my boss was like, "Oh, it's really good. That's got done." And I'm like, "Yeah, it's really good. I'm really glad that someone could do it." And by that, I mean me. And there's 300 of these, and I've been here for two straight days. Uh, and then the other thing was that that Thursday night when they came in. Uh, we were on a call with EA because it was like sort of our fault that they got delayed because we were like nominally responsible for making the hardware. But EA was supposed to be doing the distribution to the the press outlets. And we were on a call because it was like, hey, so these are supposed to give it a week ago. How do we get stuff to people in San Francisco like tomorrow morning? <coughs> it's 1130 at night on a Thursday. And they want stuff into people's hands by Friday morning. And I'm in Boston. Uh and at one point, we're on this hour-long call with, like, the EVP of EA. Like, it's very high-level people. And I'm in the room because I'm, like, the guy with the tape gun. Let's <laughs> figure it out. And the conversation became, like, John, go get on your computer. See if you can charter a plane tonight from Boston to San Francisco. How it couldn't possibly cost more than overnighting all these boxes individually. <laughs> so just go figure that out right now, and we'll, we'll hold the line until then. And I put the phone on mute, and I turned to my boss and was like, look, I know I've only been here for, like, four months, but, like, that's crazy. Like, that's <laughs> I'm not getting on a chartered plane three in the morning. What boss was this? That was Dornbrook. Oh, yeah, yeah, that makes sense. Classic. He's like, that's yeah, a Dorn plane. Right. We've, we've been here for a long time. We should probably, we should probably wrap this up. Uh, so <laughs> that was that was it. a lot of box cutting, Wow. a lot of bleeding hands and tape guns. You're Where was like... Sean? Why wasn't Sean helping you? That's a great question. <laughs> <laughs> the, process, the process didn't really improve because we did almost the exact same thing for RB2 launch when it yeah. was... You, me, and Max, or well, that's you different and me. than just the Rock Band One because they were more than just me. Yes, there were three of us. Yeah, <laughs> and, and, uh, and Veteran was there, and, yeah. and he did uh, he did a lot of the boxing during the day as well. Yeah, yeah. that was terrible. <laughs> yeah, it's a, it's a thing that people are like when video game publishers talk to me about like shipping out games. I'm like, you don't know, you don't know, man. You weren't there on the front. <laughs> well, that was also at the time when we were <laughs> offices. Like, we have two oh. buildings mm. um, on either side of uh, of the street that we're on. Uh, and so, like, hundreds and hundreds of bundles came in to the sixth floor of this building yep. and then needed to be moved to the 14th floor of this building. Yep. But then we only had printers and supplies that we needed over on the second floor of the other building. So we were constantly, like, jogging stuff up and down stairs, like two-wheelers full of stuff, dragging them back and forth across the street. Wow. It's a big, oh. heavy, dumb game in that respect. Like, it's a big box and it weighs a lot and it's hard to move around and we had to carry it around the country and it's, it's crazy. It was a crazy phenomenon. People bought that giant thing. 
People bought that's that giant nuts. Thing. It's yeah, nuts. Is what we should talk to Mad Cats about putting that on the RB three as the tagline. It was good when it was like me and Grace doing a lot of like European tours because there's, and I mean this in, as the best compliment to her. There may be no two more lazy people. <laughs> and the fact that the two of us had to like cart this giant setup around all of Europe. It was just so ludicrous. It was just like wine zones. Ugh. Oh god. It was so whiny. <laughs> it was good. But at least they had hot pretzels the over there. Zone. Yeah. Oh man. I guess that's how you get to be a prefab in RB2 though. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> uh Helen, how did you come up with all those uh loading tips that people like so much? Um, which the the like real fact ones or any of them? Like the fact ones, I thought were pretty good. This Probably is, straight from Wikipedia. Those is, are facts. She didn't actually make them up. Mm-hmm. Well, we had to change them sufficiently. That was a lot. Maria O'Brien put a lot of work into that too. Helen um, actually doesn't write any of them. She just sits in a room with a team of twelve people who follow her around and just yells. Take a letter. <laughs> I, I one statement. Letter opener. Do something with that. Make that work. <laughs> Take a letter, Maria. Um, Nice. Nice. Why don't we play that song? We're doing letter. (laughs) There's a lot of, I mean, between I between the like uh, like message of the day and battles and all the loading tips and stuff. It's like it's pretty much just drawn from my experience of playing in bands and like going to see a lot of shows. You can actually you can track the like which member of my band I'm mad at <laughs> through the like, progression of our games, where it's like, suddenly there's a lot of rage directed at bassists. This is interesting. Um, but that's basically, uh, yep, yeah. that, like, hanging out with all you jerks. But that, in, like, your voice informed the tone of the entire Rock Band Aww. series. And, like, as a result, Thanks. like, informed, That wasn't a compliment. Informed <laughs> Well, it, it very much like it, it drove our tone like on the forums and like how we approach Aww. fans, and so we like have to live up to that weird bar that you. Set. It's like, it is a weird. Bar. Hey, we have to be cool and kind of mean to you, but you like that. <laughs> I think that obviously just comes from my day, my my occupation before working here when I was doing fun sex. Mm-hmm. Pretty much doing phone doing sex. Phone sex. <laughs> no, like recreationally, oh, you would call yes. phone sex. Do phone 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 sex. sex. <laughs> How do you like this phone sex you are getting from me? We are totally doing phone sex. This is great. Uh, right. This is great. <laughs> it makes sense, though, right? It's, it's also like, phone sex. You know, it's all improvising. Uh-huh. Thank you for the phone sex. Pulling up weird references that people are into. <laughs> Knowing your audience. Yeah, my little do one. It's fronted by women. Let's talk about that on this phone section. <laughs> Joan Jett, what, what about that? Oh, yeah, I also know a lot about Joan Jett. Yep. <laughs> so, uh, we have all done lots of crazy things because of Rock Band. Do you have a favorite memory, John? From the four? No. The four? <laughs> not, no. Not a one. Uh, I don't know. I think my favorite memory, some of my favorite memories are probably related to either. The Conan or Colbert stuff that we did. I like the Colbert stuff a lot. That was really fun. Uh, the fact that we got Charlene by Stephen the Colbert's into the game sh- strictly by like me emailing a friend who worked <laughs> on Colbert and being like, hey, this weird like C-level repetitive joke that you've done a few times, like, <laughs> let's put that in our video game. What do you think? And they're like, yeah, I guess. And it became a thing that we got to play on the air and do a bunch of stuff with. That was really fun to go demo for them. And they're a bunch of really creative people that I like a lot. Uh, Crazier things, like, I don't know, we went to a, 
We had a rock band truck tour, 2007. Possibly the worst thing we've ever done. <laughs> um, so one of the things about harmonics games that's really interesting from a, like, not to be businessy, but from a slightly more, like, marketing perspective is, like, our games are really great, and people love them as soon as they've played them. Uh, the challenge is often, like, just getting them to play them once, and then they get hooked and they want to play them over and over again. Uh, e- easier with, like, Guitar Hero and Rock Band than it was with, say, like, Amplitude and Frequency, where they're like, what am I doing? Why right. would I do that? Um, but people got into it once they got into it. Um, so experiential marketing is what it's called, where you basically go and, like, get someone mm. in a store to experience it or at a fair or a festival. <coughs> and MTV hired this agency, who will remain nameless, uh, to design a truck tour and truck it around to all these different places, like Southern Illinois, where Annette, Annette is familiar with. Like, it's just not yeah. a good idea. But this, isn't like, this isn't, a, like, code for, like, a marketing thing. No. Like, it's a literal truck. It's a truck, and the side of it unfolds into a stage, <laughs> mm-hmm. and there's a little kiosk and a stage you can perform in, and there's, like, people who live in the truck <laughs> work the tour every day for, like, six months. It sounds like a good idea. <laughs> Still. Does it sound like a good idea? Did Kyle Mercury do the truck tour? No. not uh, the first. Well, not the first one. Um, he helped out. When, the when we yeah. did later truck tours. <laughs> I mean, this is the thing that, like, Connect does this now, right, where they go mall to mall and they set up at, like, a state fair or whatever. That's It's fine, but, like, the execution was, like, they had a, a build with five songs on it. Oh. Yeah. So they would play mm-hmm. Black Hole Sun, uh, and in bloom over and over yes. again all damn day. Yeah, I remember that build. Uh, and I was like suicidal by the end of the first week. <laughs> and I wasn't on the tour. I was going to like the, I was flying to where they were and doing spot checks. And it was messy. And people were like really into it and loved it. But I was just like, it was not a good situation. I have this great photo of you and I at <coughs> like I think it was a MIT campus yep. listening to this concert at the truck tour, and our eyebrows are furrowed as hard as they can. <laughs> <laughs> and what is going on? Well, they invite local bands to come play on the stage. There's this whole like live music component in like the parking lot of a JC Penney's. <laughs> and like here they had Bank Camara play, which is great. But like I was in uh in Chicago in like not a good neighborhood in Chicago at a at a mall. I'll tell you later. Boys yeah. Yeah, uh the and they uh they had like a metal band playing who were like this really dark, heavy three piece metal band. And people were, like, clearly upset that this band was playing in the parking lot of, like, a Macy's. Uh, and they were like, this is great. The turnout's great. Like, people are driving around listening to this music. And I'm like, but no one's playing the game. And also, that, this is terrible. So it was, uh, we've done a lot of bad things, too. So that was your favorite memory? <laughs> My favorite memory is now that we don't have to do those bad things. <laughs> it's also worth noting, uh, like, as a reminder uh, to people, uh, or an introduction to people that did not uh, play RB1 because they jumped in with RB2 or RB3, yep. RB1 did not have no fail mode. Nope. No. Um, which was oh my God, yeah. a terrible side choice. worst mistake uh, I think we've ever made. <laughs> um, and it was, it was one of those things where it's like you don't really realize until you get the game up on stage like at a bar night or onto the flatbed of a truck in a Macy's parking lot and realize that like there's kids or moms or yeah. drunk people playing this game and no one knows what they're doing. There weren't that many games at the time when you actually think about it. Like, I understand where that design choice came from. Oh, sure. I was probably, like, oh, a totally. proponent of it. You know, where it's, like, when you actually think about... Like, I remember when I was first playing, like, the Lego games, and I was like, wait, I'm still having fun, and I don't have to die all the yep. time. And well, no, and, and over, the idea you know? of, like, the idea of the failure mechanic makes a ton of sense if it's a game. Right. Or gamers and music fans. But, but when it, it seems to became a game for everyone, where we're all playing together, and it became a thing where, like... Just perform and have right. fun. It made right. parties awkward. Yeah. 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 Start fighting. I mean, now it seems so weird that we would have ever done that, but at the time, <laughs> it was like, well, you have 
You but the social dynamic was also great that. that, like, if someone was about to fail out, you had to save them, and there was a real band bonding moment. Like, there's a bunch of right. great stuff about it, but, like, that's great if you've played the game for half an hour. Right. The right. first exactly. half an hour is the most torturous, terrible experience. <laughs> yeah. so there were, there were a, a lot of interviews and a lot of performances where we would be working with bands, reporters, or whoever, yeah. and we would have to, like, walk over and lift their guitar for <laughs> yep. them. Peter Morin. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, pausing yep. on stage. We also had, like, anything, anytime we did, uh, like, an on-air broadcast hit, like, you know, you, oh you practice them and you trade them, and, like, these anchors don't press from buttons, the local don't press news buttons. are going to, like... <laughs> Hands up, everybody. Yeah, instead they're going to, like, <laughs> dance around and not really play and just hit whatever they want, and then they all fail out. They're like, that game's so fun. And I'm like, you're all morons. <laughs> one, of, uh, one of my favorite uh, rock band pictures is, I think, for, uh, from Tokyo Game Show. Um, it's you and Paris Hilton. <laughs> um, and she is playing the drums. Yeah, that's from the, the VMAs and the, the Japan VMAs. Japan VMAs. Uh, it's it's her playing drums, Obviously. and she like clearly was not suited to be playing this game well enough to not fail out. So you had to activate the kick pedal for her yep. to keep her in the game. <laughs> but it's her playing and drumming and super happy, and you in the back holding the kick pedal, <laughs> and, like looking so disgusting. <laughs> Not even looking at the screen, just kind of like zoning out and squeezing the kick pedal lifelessly. When all of our friends were like, we know how to play instruments, get out of our way, we're going to do this. And I was like, you're not, but I'm trying to explain to you, like, I want you to have fun. Why are you yelling? You're all yelling and you're failing out. And you're mad you're failing out, you know it's your own fault because you suck. Parasol. And then she bought you. And she bought me and sold me to the, the Japanese... Right. And that was great. And we got you out of a vending machine. Yeah. With the used panties. Uh, I remember it was Racing. E th- it was RB two E three and you were doing it was either a G four, it was definitely it was a live spot. It was either G four or GameSpot TV or whatever. Uh-huh. And like the drums just turned off in the middle of the song. Do you remember that? No. Uh, okay. Yes. And like in QA, mm-hmm. everyone's freaking out because the game's not was, really uh, done yet. That. So everyone's like, "Oh God, that's a bad bug." It was Everlong, and Casson uh, was singing. Yes. And yes. was playing drums. Oh, I do remember that. Yeah, and it was um like the batteries like flew out of the drum kit, <laughs> <laughs> and everyone was like, "We have no batteries. We have no drum kit." And like John had to scramble to find a replacement drum. Kit. And yep. meanwhile, here, like the entire like everyone in QA, no matter what they're actually working on at the time, was put on this like figure out why that happened how could that happen in the middle and like it was just the batteries fell out it was, but the entire department was like there's a crazy bug at Everlong it was like NASA and Apollo yeah. 15 it was nuts <laughs> yeah it was bad um, my favorite memory though legitimate favorite not joke favorite uh, was uh, getting to play Beatles Rock Band with Tom Hanks yeah Whew. T. Hanks I, I don't know if you know this I'm a big Hanks fan Hanks with X um, he is great and so we're just gonna let you go on. Yeah, I'm good. Please do. So uh, we were at E3 for the Beatles rock band. That's 2009, and uh, you know we had a party planned at this sort of suite. It was sort of just like a lobby, but it was a raised lobby. Uh, and um, we it was after the show closed. We came back. Half the people decided to go to Roscoe's Chicken and Waffles, including yeah. our, our our good pal Casey Malone, who. Had gotten to the hotel ahead of us. He texts me, hey, Tom Hanks is here. And we're like, holy crap, Tom Hanks is at the hotel. So we're like all excited to go to the hotel. And then we see Casey walking away to go eat chicken and waffles instead of playing a video game with Tom Hanks. Priorities. Yeah, he's like, oh, he's produced some shit in his career. Like, come on. Whoa. Yeah, I know. Casey's words, not mine. 
Yeah. Oof. So anyway, uh, Hanks comes in with he his wife. Splash. I know he did. It's untouchable. <laughs> Good st- <laughs> splash. He did Bachelor Party. Bachelor Party. Splash. All the movies that Tom Hanks has been involved with. Fishy kind of look like Splash era Hanks, actually. Yeah. Oh, love that movie. Nice. Ron Howard. That's what he's going for. <laughs> yeah. uh, so we're in this little tiny room, and he was there, and his wife was there, and like he played for like two hours yep. every song oh. that was in the build, both on drums and guitar, and was the nicest guy. Uh, there was a really, for some reason, ridiculously low hanging like chandelier in the room, which he hit his head on. Oh, he played nice. it off really. Yeah, it was funny. Like, didn't he? Have it was to totally be... splash era Hanks. Did he have to be somewhere <laughs> after that? Yeah. So we just learned from Mr. Dornbrook that um, that very day, <laughs> I guess uh, Dornbrook and a few of the others, I'm sure John did too, knew that this was planned. That he wanted to come check out the game. Uh, he called up Mr. Dornbrook and was like. Uh, hey, hey, uh, I, I, uh, I really want to check out the game, but I got a call. Uh, President Obama and French President Sarkozy want me to go over to France to dedicate a memorial to D-Day. <laughs> and so can we just do it earlier? Because I really want to play this game. So like his priorities were to play this video game and then go support two presidents of the world. <laughs> Pretty insane. And Casey's chicken and waffles. <laughs> yeah, right. Superseded all of them. Yeah. I would I would be like more, more mad at Casey if it was pretty much any other food. I, <laughs> I, I, you know. I'm, I'm going to say, we, exactly. we should probably uh, clarify this for a future podcast. Yeah. I believe they ended up finding out that uh, Roscoe's chicken and waffles was too far away and they just ate at the subway. subway. No. Yep. Oh Two blocks yep. away from the hotel. Subway. Wow. Yeah. It's a good subway. <laughs> I mean, one of the best. One of the, not, one of the best downtown LA subways there are. I would not are. take that away from that subway. I want to go to that subway. Uh, <laughs> We're all taking away the right yeah. details from the story. I think. Remember, uh, remember when we had to go on QVC? QVC is a good a great one. story. Uh, there were all sorts of Beatles stuff that was just like bananas, um, where we ended up in weird places. Yeah. Um, Touring Abbey Road, yep. um, playing like, oh, it's just no big deal. Just play Here Comes the Sun for uh, for Olivia Harrison. I was like, oh, <laughs> okay, that's we okay, we can do that. Watch her cry. That's fine. <laughs> oh, man, that's okay. Um, we uh, we had all sorts of trouble with customs uh, for Beatles because yeah. we were traveling internationally, and we had like all this prototype hardware with no serial numbers, and we could not mm. like take it out on the security table because we hadn't announced that we were making Beatles rock band. So we couldn't like have this hardware like out on the table for anyone else to see. Um, you ended up getting detained when we were coming back to Logan from Heathrow. Look, I've been stopped by Customs Enforcement and Border Patrol multiple times because of this company. And I don't know, I don't know how I feel about it. I mean, like the relationships I formed have been strong. The bonds run With the deeper than control. I would have liked. Yeah. yeah. But, uh, that was a subtle joke. But the, uh, <laughs> <laughs> and I've also gotten in fights with like the stewardesses on airlines a lot about like you can't put your guitar in the Flight overhead attendance. bin, yeah. and it's like yes I can, and I'm and I'm going to. <laughs> no, I don't. That give, might be why you got in fights with them. I don't give these. I don't give these particular people the courtesy of calling them flight attendants. They were stewardesses, and they were mean. When I was flying with the the Squire um, yep. last summer, yep. and they didn't want to let me on the plane. I said, if you take this guitar from me, I will lose my job. I know you have a closet in first class to put this <laughs> in. And they're like, okay, you can put it in the closet. Nice. <laughs> we got a... Aaron, Aaron got us all in trouble at customs 
uh, we had done Gamescom, and our friend Lex, oh yeah, Lex, stupid. Gave, Lex gave us like some Belgian, Belgian beer. beer, and what happened? Did they explode in your bag? It exploded in one of the bags, and so we had to like throw away some of the like broken glass. So all that Custom saw was Aaron getting his bag from the baggage claim and, and like throwing a bunch of shit. He had like yeah, and away. it was in a plastic bag. So Aaron had this white plastic bag, like look, <laughs> looking around and like dumps it in this garbage can, and I believe the garbage can is only there. To, to identify suspicious people. Because yeah. <laughs> they came right over. Like, What'd you throw away? Why are you throwing this stuff away? And like we had to go back over to the garbage can and be like... And show him the glass. It's this broken <laughs> like, bottle of beer. And he's like, you can't do that. So he gave us all these slips. And we're like, what the f*** is this? And then we went... Oh, whoops. And then, and, then, uh, and then we... Uh, the part where they actually talked to you, because they were in line this whole time. They look at the slip. We're like, all right, got to go. My dad's in, in custom, so it's called secondary... That's how I know the word is secondary, guys. So we had to go to secondary, <laughs> and Keith Smith was with us too. And uh, Keith was like, "This is a race thing, isn't it?" He's the because it's, yeah. because yeah. I have dreadlocks. It was, it was probably probably problem. more likely because he was skateboarding. <laughs> <laughs> no joke. Everywhere we went. No joke. Oh, I miss Keith. But we all had to go through the like super special bomb scanner, all because of that beer. <laughs> I when I came back from uh, I think it was from Japan, maybe no, or from Germany with the Beatles hardware. Uh, and they were like, you know, I got detained in the secondary, as Pope is calling it. Uh, the the wonderful New England Patriots secondary that is Customs Border Patrol. They were looking at the stuff. They're like, well, where was it made? I'm like, well, it was manufactured in China, but we own it. It was under our direction. Uh, we have the papers for it. This is like being imported in the country. So the thing is, like, we weren't importing the guitars. We had they had been imported, and then we were taking them on the road and bringing them back. So they'd already passed customs once. And I was trying to explain it to him. He's like, well, where's your paperwork? And I was like, I don't know how many times I have to, ca- do I have to carry on paperwork for the rest of time <laughs> for the guitar that was imported legally once. And, and I mean, we'd also been on like a 12-hour flight and I was exhausted. So this was a bad situation. And then so we cleared up what was going on. I had our lawyer like bringing down paperwork from the from the immigration uh, stuff that we'd done before with it. And then at that point, he's looking through my stuff and he's looking at like this uh, component video splitter that we had in the box. It's like a way to send one video game signal to multiple TVs because we have to have a lot of TVs running for Rock Band. And he's like, this is, it was made in China. Do you have paperwork to prove that this was, you know, bought legally? And I was like, I bought it in Harvard Square. Like, I bought it, like, I bought that here. It's a radio, sh- it says Radio Shack on it. Like, it, I don't know, if, I don't know where it was made. He's, it says made in China. You Can you prove you're not importing this illegally? And I was like, no, dude. Like, I bought it at 625 Mass Ave. Like, I, I, I don't know what to tell you. And he's like, I'm going to take this. And I was like, that's crazy. Like, <laughs> everything in my bag said made in China on it. You would be taking my bag and everything inside of it. Like, it's not my fault. That's where manufacturing takes place. And then we had a nice hour-long chat. And then another superior came over and told him that he was being unreasonable. And we got to leave. <laughs> um, positive hardware store um, because we have those uh, awesome Astro gig bags that are like Woo! super padded, guitar-shaped, awesome travel Ballistic nylon things. bags. Ballistic nylon. That's what they're made of. Wow. Um, we, uh, we, we have those so we can, um, bring gear on the road. Um, we, we look awfully professional, uh, when we have them. Uh, and we did convince, uh, that woman one time that we were in Green Day. Because <laughs> <laughs> we had fancy nylon bags in the shape of that was guitars. on the bus in Phoenix, right? I on think so, On the way yeah. to Destination Playstation. Yeah, and it was like, you, me, and Kat. And it was like, oh yeah, we're Green Day, no big deal. <laughs> oh, okay, I'm gonna tell my son. <laughs> yeah, I don't know if I told you this. So, so similarly, this just this summer, when we were coming back from Gamescom, we had to split off, and I took a different flight than you did. Um, and I was by myself. I had one of those bags, and they scan it through, and the guy looks at me and looks at the bag and looks at me and he's like, Ah! It's you! I know you! You play, you play, and he starts, like, miming playing guitar. I'm like, 
And I didn't, I was so tired. I didn't want to deal with it. I was like, yeah, it's me. It's me, man. I was like, all right, you have a good day. I don't know what accent that is. I think that was Helen, dad. Helen's was family. <laughs> I got married or whatever from Rock Band. Is that a thing? That's good. Yeah. Yeah. Trump everybody. Yeah. <laughs> That's neat. I think uh-huh. I've talked about it before on podcasts, though. Yeah. Uh, sure. Sure. So, Probably. But you weren't married at the time. No, but now I did. It's official. Yeah. Yeah. That's crazy. So I didn't back out. Did you have Rock Band <laughs> bandmates as cake toppers? No, we actually, we, I got these, like, really, uh, does anyone actually care about my cake toppers? <laughs> yes, like, yeah. I got these, like, retro, like, the classic, like, porcelain ones, and then Matt just drew the, my, like, painted the, my tattoos on nice. and his sideburns oh. and stuff, and I had to get Curvy Bride, that was the model <laughs> name, which <laughs> was pretty sweet. <laughs> um, we had a donut tower as the cake. Oh. Nice. Yeah. It was not actually, a, there was a, there was not that much rock and roll because I was like, I want a rock and roll free day. <clears throat> so, um, but then we did have, it was like a, there was a party in the woods later where I was, at some point I was like, oh my God, there's no grownups here. We're going to get in trouble. Party. <laughs> <laughs> like dazed and confused style. Yeah, it was at the water tower. It was at, <laughs> it was at a camp. And then, and then we organized it. So we only invited like our least responsible friends to stay overnight. Nice. And so then all the like grownups. Like Alex and Iran, who were my flower girls, by the way, were gone. Nice. <laughs> yeah, they could have probably hung out, but like real grown ups, <laughs> like parents and stuff, they can't be there. Anyway, that was probably, I had to oh, say that because otherwise Matt's going to be mad. Right. That we were talking about like best rock band thing. And I'm right. like, well, this one time me and John Drake played for a play long time and we were jamming it so hard. And I got married and it sucked. <laughs> <laughs> Cool. Well, yeah. I think we're we're a little pretty short on time or overtime already. But before before yeah. you dive in, we're doing a bunch of stuff for the fourth anniversary. <laughs> yeah. Um, there's going to be a ton of content on the forums. You should yep. check the blog. There's going to be all sorts of giveaways, yep. all sorts of crazy stuff. So uh, we're going to have uh, threads open for other people to share their best rock band memories. Um, we'll have links all over the place. So uh, look for that when you are done listening. Uh, and four years, or even yes, while you're listening, or even while you're listening. Well, yeah, I mean, this there's is, still a few minutes yeah. left. Sure, you're almost done. Yeah. So, so what better way to ring in an anniversary <laughs> week than this next band for DLC? Woo! We have uh, the Then and Now Pack from a band called Nickelback. Who named this pack? Nickelback. Uh, not. <laughs> that would sense. Why wouldn't they call it the Nickel Pack then? I don't know. So we've got five tracks. How You Remind Me, which has a pro guitar and bass upgrade. The only passable Nickelback song. Uh, I remember when that was a yeah. big hit, and I was like, you guys, I'm sorry, that one part is really good. <laughs> <laughs> Someday. Da, da, da. Oh, yeah, it's good. super heavy. Uh, like animals. Uh, if Today Was Your Last Day. No <laughs> one knows any of the other songs we're naming right now. And Why This Means War. Um, oh. and we are also... <laughs> are these still happening? Yes. Okay. Yes. <laughs> uh, three pro guitar and bass upgrades for the Red Hot Chili Peppers under the bridge, by the way, in the advance- Adventures of Rain Dance Maggie. Yes. A favorite. Correct. Yeah. So to buy that DLC. Um, now, Christine, do you want to do this next uh, bit? Because uh, we actually have some cool stats sure. that we don't usually have. So, yeah. Good uh, okay, here we go. I got a meeting. Okay, bye, bye, Ellen. Bye. I love you guys. Bye. 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 Um, Four more years. Four more years. <laughs> I still love you after Stasis. Does he listen to stuff anymore? No, I doubt it. he hasn't posted in forever. What? Come back. Someone should tell him. Oh. <laughs>
Tom, <laughs> 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 uh, no, I'm only legally married. Whoa. Whoa. Uh, just kidding, Matt. Like that's that. <laughs> <laughs> only legally and emotionally. Yeah. Everything else. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to have to cook. I don't know about the story <laughs> that doesn't listen to the podcast, but my husband who definitely will. <laughs> <laughs> Bye. Bye. All right, Christine, take it away. So one of our coders here discovered that we have a ton of data about what you guys are playing in the game. Um, so we've got a neat little top ten list for the last month. Uh, top ten songs overall that have been played. Bohemian Rhapsody is number one. Woo! Uh, other stuff on there, I Love Rock and Roll, Crazy Train, Beast and the Harlot, Free Bird. Um, but what's really interesting is we've got our top ten DLC songs played in the last month. You guys love Coldplay. Yo, suckers, like, you love Coldplay. So much. Top played um, song is... Clocks. Clocks is top. Um, I think the entire rest of the pack is on here. Yeah. This um, is all Gwyneth Paltrow data, right? <laughs> she is our coder. Yes. Um, but other stuff on here, I believe in a thing called Love by The Darkness. Nice. Uh, Don't Stop Believing by Journey. Uh, Bring Me to Life by Evanescence. And Breath by Breaking Benjamin. Yeah. Is that you? That's all <laughs> over and over, over again. Over and over again. People love Don't Stop Believing because that the rest of these timeless. are fairly new. Yeah. Timeless. That is a timeless. Yeah, Don't Stop Believing came out uh, in March of 09. And actually, the the bring, um, Evanescence song came out in June of 09. Oh, my oh, wow. God. The rest yeah. of the stuff is, is just this past month. Yep. Yeah, all yeah. of those are just this past month. But Evanescence has a new album, which is probably why people are going back and playing that track. Oh. Cool. Yeah. Market mm. research. That's awesome. So um, we're hoping we can make this more of a regular segment now that we have access to such data. Um, one last thing I do want to mention, uh, in addition to it being the four-year anniversary of the Rock Band franchise, it's also the 10-year anniversary of a game called Frequency. Oh, yeah. hey. <laughs> 10 years, that's a big one. So many years. That and Xbox are the same age. I was 12 then. Wow. <laughs> You're wee. A baby. <laughs> So I don't know how many listeners out there have ever got to play Frequency, but uh, if you have a PS2, go find a copy. Fire it up. Backwards compatible Fire PS2. Fire it up and show us your pictures of you playing Frequency. I want to see them. I want to see it. Yeah. I'm with you, you only want to see it because you've never played Frequency before. Yeah, I want to see what the game's like. <laughs> Get on the forums and shame Pope into playing yeah. Frequency. I don't have a PS2. We have one in well, the office. Fine. I have one. Yeah. All right. I saw a dude at Clear Conscious Cafe today playing on PS2. He wasn't playing Frequency. In the middle like of the cafe? The middle of the cafe. <laughs> what? He had like a tiny TV. And no. That's incredible. They must really? hate that guy. Yeah. Yeah. I bet he comes I in every day and plays video games. I've seen him in Hobo Junction. So. Wow. <laughs> Occupy, Occupy Clear Conscious yeah. Cafe. That's <laughs> weird. Unless it's Josh, in which case I don't hate that guy. <laughs> but yeah, people still love Frequency very much. We hear about it all the time. People want a new one. Yep. I still play it. You can still play the old one. Cool. Well, this has been very long, and I apologize for the length. Uh, that's what she said. <laughs> and uh, we'll talk to you next time. Look for all the cool four-year anniversary content that we've got coming to the website and social networks. Uh, goodbye. Bye. Bye. Bye.